0: How's it going? Welcome to the Assets Podcast, I'm myself Aaron and my co-host Adam. In this episode we talk about our gym progress and we go a bit in depth on that and how we're getting on. We also talk about some controversial current affairs stuff going on in the minute and Adam has two stories that will leave you flabbergasted. Enjoy this episode.
1: You know Aaron, it's an absolute delight to be able to join you here on this lovely Wednesday leading up to Royal Rumble weekend. Are you excited? Are you excited about the Royal Rumble? I don't know anybody that's not excited about the Royal Rumble.
0: I didn't even know it was Royal Rumble weekend. Well, I found one person
1: so far that's not excited for the Royal Rumble.
0: <laughs> Although, um, I would be excited about the money and bank thing or whatever it is going to London. I'd be excited yeah. if it was going to that.
1: Oh, who knows? Who knows? Maybe check your Christmas stocking and see what happens.
0: Well, he did surprise me with fucking PT uh, and gym classes. So, don't I know maybe for Valentine's, you might surprise me with a few tickets for uh, WWE in London.
1: Ah, who knows? I'm not sure. no. Yeah, why not? Why not? Um, What was I going to say to you? You're bringing that up anyway. How are you finding that? How's that been going? I know we've been at the same training sessions, but
0: <laughs> still. Yeah, we're into until our second week now, and um, like I'm feeling a lot better myself. I have more energy today, and I'm not my muscles aren't, aren't as sore as the first week, which is, like that was bound to happen anyway. And, and that was when I was taking Bingo for a walk today that my legs just felt more powerful. Like, my quads just felt like more power. I more powerful. I know it's weird to say, but, like, we're doing legs at every session, so... I don't know, it felt a bit more powerful, a bit more sturdy, and... I don't know, my whole body just feels... Right,
1: raring to go, raring to go. Yeah. That's that core strength that's getting built up. All the leg work, all the core work, everything that you're doing. Of course, you're going to feel stronger, a lot more stable. I can't say... I'm not feeling, I actually am feeling the exact same as you, bar my workout today, which didn't go fully to plan, but well, look, we can talk about that later on, anyway, I believe I haven't even said welcome to the after session to all of our listeners, all of you, so many millions and millions of the after session listen, <laughs> listeners, lads, I'm sorry, I'm really tired tonight, just so you know, you can't tell by looking at the screen already, three, near what we nearly, three and a half, this will be our third week, start of our third week um, training. to. i know yeah it's flying by it's flying by
0: um the time flies me having fun this fucking dragging and i'm hating more and more with a week (laughs) (laughs) sessions are tough
1: don't lie don't lie the sessions are tough that's the only part of that's not lie don't say you're not enjoying it because we both know for a fact that you are very much enjoying it as much as everyone else is that's up there like you have to say i was surprised with the fact that he has such good retention of clients And I can understand exactly why from having trained with the lad. He knows exactly what he's doing. And he's really putting us through our paces. You can see him coming over to me, even if, say to yourself as well, but like you're standing on the outside for this one, you can see him coming over to me and you hear him go, well, Adam, that looks a bit easy for you. Let's throw on more weights. And look, without doing that, I'm not going to get any better. Without doing that, you're not going to get any better. So it's great to see that he actually takes full-on almost responsibility for making sure that you're doing what you should be doing. And the daily texts are a big help also.
0: And can we just say, you, you're there and you're on the bench? Holy fucking shit, man.
1: Don't you're already you benching mark, what I man. weigh. Look at this peck popping
0: for a day. Oh, <laughs> I wish I could do that. That's savage.
1: I can do that since Fortune. It's, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just, to be honest, it was more so like fucking, what's it called? It was more so like waggling the tits there for a while. So <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we won't get back to that stage ever again. But look,. um. My PR there the other night is going to be absolutely eclipsed by another PR in two weeks, and another in two weeks, and then another in two weeks, and we're going to keep going and keep building up until we get to the point where I can not no longer move
0: my shoulders. Mate, by the end of the you benched me, because you're not fair off it. Ah, fucking, I could do that now if I wanted <laughs> I'll take you up on offer. It's the one
1: thing, right, I have to say about doing that PR. Having done, like, so it was 100 kilos was my PR, right, and then I attend for anyone that doesn't know, so... I attempted it twice. I did two reps, but then I looked at the video afterwards and it didn't get low enough. And it didn't actually get nearly low enough. I didn't get anywhere near it. It was 110,
0: anywhere.
1: wasn't that? It? It? I thought it was 100.
0: <laughs> Just say on the night it was 110.
1: 100, I think.
0: Oh, that's uh, as impressive then. Oh, that was shite then. What are you doing? 100 Oh, Who
1: are you? That, that I was,
0: know, was more I, impressive
1: f- than that. Who am I fooling?
0: <laughs> yeah, that was more impressive than that.
1: Well, you know what I will say? Do you know what Else has been great honestly tonka ali and now obviously they're not a that's a nice little plug but they are not a sponsor i cannot rave enough about this shit tonka ali is the dog's bollocks man what is it it has me feeling full of, it's called long jack it's just the root off a plant but it has the the properties in it very good for boosting your free testosterone free testosterone is the there's two different types of testosterone in your body like i think and free testosterone is the one that goes to aid in like muscle development and stuff like that so um it's been shown that uh, andrew huberman said it's been shown that it can increase your testosterone by 200 points now that doesn't mean a lot to me bar the fact that 200 is a large number um <laughs> yeah, i don't know I mean, what way it's measured or how many points you're supposed to have but i can see from my hunger and desire to train, um and then just the actual levels I'm training at the moment and the frequency I'm training, it's really helping. And I don't think without that I'd be doing nearly as well as I am. So big shout out to Tonka Ali and genuinely big biggest shout out to Andrew Huberman, you fucking legend.
0: Had to say see when you were doing the classes, I'm sitting there like on the floor, like can't even stand for like a minute. And there's you, not even a sweat on you. Like my hair would be fucking so low. I hair lie. is sitting here perfect, nice and fluffy. I'm like... <laughs> I have cunt. the hood
1: up. I have hood up. Have you not seen me trying to pull the hoodie off me afterwards? The thing does be stuck
0: to me. No, but I see you after the session, your hair is still fluffy. I'm like, how the fuck? Standing like a fucking Greek god with the arms out of hair, fluffy, my hair. Do you even do a workout?
1: No. I just thought I just thought it. I just thought it. If um, I'm sitting there
0: like absolutely dying. I'm like... How you do find this easy, Can't. I've <laughs> going there dying and not sweat on you.
1: So you have to realise as well, though, I kind of put in the work beforehand up until, from May up until, like say, most of last year, obviously we talked about it last episode, like fucking illnesses and little injuries and niggles and shit like that, that kind of took me in and out. But, mm-hmm. like once you kind of get yourself past the three month threshold, there's nothing holding you back, realistically, any fears or anxieties you have about even lifting certain things are gone. You know your form as well, oh, like correct you know what you're doing is the right thing and you have all the people around you that you need to be able to make sure that you're doing the right things and you're not going to hurt
0: yourself so are you finding doing classes rather than actually going to gym because normally you go to gym you go over and focus on let's say a tricep push down you do three or four sets of that and then you move on but with class you're doing three workouts for what's it five or six minutes two minute break then move on to the next one so seven minutes more so yeah.
1: three workouts at every stage three exercises at every station and every station has uh is seven minutes long with a two-minute break speaking of a two-minute break guys we're going to leave you with a little message here i'll be back and so will aaron in just a
0: couple of moments sorry for this brief interruption but if you are enjoying this episode of the After podcast please consider following us on spotify subscribe on youtube follow us on social media twitter instagram all the links are down below it's a free way of supporting us and it means the world to us Engage with us, interact with us, leave a like, share it, and you can support us. It'd be great. Much appreciate
1: Well, there we go, Aaron. Well, that's uh, hit record. We're done. <laughs> we <laughs> can go home. Right. So, what I were we talking Hulk. about just before that <laughs> little break?
0: We were talking about how are you finding the gym and the classes because when you're working out in the gym, you're kind of focused on one muscle at a time so for example when you go into the gym you're working on let's say a, a pull downs you're doing three or four sets of that and then you take a break move on to the next one or you might do a superset where you do a a pull down and a, a hammer call or something whatever it is you do a superset but with these classes as you said we're doing um seven minutes three exercises in one set then a two minute break so it's more. Yeah, building up a sweat more and it's more, how can I put this?
1: It's more intense really, isn't it? When you're yeah. working up by yourself and you're focusing on specific body parts, you can't hit one after the other, after the other, after the other without sacrificing the load that you're going to be lifting. And realistically, that makes all the sense in the world. Because if I was to give you three tricep exercises, which is why I really like what Dan does, where it's like, say, you'll do a bit of chest, or you'll do two tricep exercises and a bicep exercise. Then you'll do two biceps and a tricep. Then you'll do two chest workouts and a back workout or a bit of legs. And there's a bit of everything thrown in there because it all complements itself. You know what I mean? It complements each other. If I was to sit there and tell you to do... Um, pull down a tricep pull downs and overhead extensions and then at the same time then go all right go off and do skull crushers by the time you get the skull crushers man god love you trying to lift up anywhere near the way that you can push yeah. yourself to do and if you're not pushing your muscle to uh or past its limit you will not see any sort of sufficient growth and that's what i've learned just from actually looking into it like you'd be amazed guys with a little bit of due diligence and a little bit of study i know i actually studied for once a little bit of study <laughs> What you can find out about something that you're passionate about that will help you beyond any level. Honestly, honestly, it's so good for you to really, really go and look into these things. Because at the end of the day, like people research this shit. They know what they're doing and they're doing it for a reason, you know. Um, How are you finding it? I have noticed you were like a casualty at the last day. I actually <laughs> said that to Dan. I go, well, I turned around and seen you on the floor, and I was gasping the <laughs> breath, and i dry And I was like, Dan, we have a casualty. <laughs>
0: See, that's what good. I like about the class is because I do be bollocks at the end of it. Like, I'm sacrificing going heavier to be more intense and doing yeah. like a, more of a, it, not a cardio workout, but it's like a, if I went to the gym by myself and just done a workout, I wouldn't be like that after a workout. But that's like constant, go, go, two-minute, go, go, seven-minute work. And, and the second you take
1: a break, he's on to you. He's yeah. on to you. The you. You go over to get your water right next station, lads.
0: <laughs> that's what I like about it, because if I, if I was going to the gym and just doing my own workout, like, yeah, I'd work up a sweat and I'd go heavier than what we're doing now. So let's say, for Agnes' sake, if we're doing uh, shoulder press, I'm just only putting maybe five kg either sides and the bar, and if I went to the gym by myself, I'd probably put a fucking probably 10-year so. because I know I have the energy and the strength. I'm taking more of a rest so I can lift heavier. But with these classes, the fact that I'm more intense and quick and two-minute break and three workouts in one, it's like doing a super, super set, which yeah, is what exactly. I like because I'm not only building muscle, i'm actually like born in fat because i'm sweating so fucking much and
1: you're building your endurance up as well to yeah. no end by tackling task after task after task
0: and i'm trying to go heavy on the stuff as i am doing i'm trying to push myself as much as i can like if we're doing the hip thrust or whatever and i feel that it's like a, it's a grand way it depends if that's at the end i'll leave it at that but i'll try to go a bit heavier
1: yeah sure even at the start the last day you jumped down i was like here test that weight out you jumped down and went grab two more 15s yeah. like you know what i mean it was perfect happy days i like i didn't bother testing it. it was like right you can do it my motivation is like if you can do it i can fucking do it do you know what i mean like yeah. that's the way i think is the best way to look at it and see what uh-huh. you're talking about as well Is perfect in terms of lower the load increase the volume of the exercise
0: yeah
1: yeah it's the best way to because you can that pro- pro- progressive overload in that way so you're building up your muscular endurance and if you keep adding small bits weight, say five kilos or ten kilos or whatever each week by the time you go back to hitting a normal gym after dance classes, your PRs are going to be through the roof because your muscles are going to be like, huh, I could only lift this, yeah? Hmm, <laughs> really, only this one. <laughs> like, it'll be deadly, honestly. And I feel like at the end of this eight weeks, we've kind of seen some results so far. At the end of these eight weeks, I swear to God, like, fucking hell, I think I might even put up a top of sweat on Insta. <laughs> <laughs> a
0: bit of plug there, follows on Instagram, you want to see that? That's <laughs> it. Anyone wants to see my calendar, it'll be out next year. <laughs> But you know what else about these uh, classes is good? I'm doing stuff that I never would have done in a normal gym. I'm doing hip thrust. I'm doing more legs. Like, we're doing legs every fucking session. Whereas uh-huh. if I would go to the gym, it's only, like, once or twice a week. Well, now it's, that's what we're doing now, twice a week. But you know what I mean? Like, legs is forgotten about for most people. But this, it's, like, we're doing three or four workouts maybe each time. Like, we're doing uh, squats, box squats, uh, stand-up on the box, fucking bulgarian squats fucking lunges uh the sled machine the sled were like just load oh, the legs were down and that builds up a sweat as well and the legs are the toughest muscle muscle to work so if you're working them doing a leg workout you do be absolutely bollocks and then we try to get the uh good god we try <laughs> We tried to get the room of doom first, whereas mostly all the leg stuff. A sled but, runs and cross yeah, post-
1: jumps and shit like
0: that. For the past few times, he's dead white to it and tells us to start the one after that, so the room of was the last for us. So, mm-hmm. Like even there um, on Tuesday we went, it was the last round. We done the gorilla rows, which I find tough to get to the them. I love them. We done the sled, which was... It was grand weight, but like it was bollocks. And then we done the squats with the kettlebell, and I just pushed through it. And fucking hell, like there is something.
1: legs kill you. Yeah. Oh, they do. And there's something to be said here because obviously like, in the last two weeks I started doing like trying to get like at least a five k in a week, and now like this week trying to get two of them. I got five k on Monday and four k today. So. Nice. One more bit of K
0: tomorrow and we're fine. Yeah. Uh, you know what I actually uh, realise as well? When I mean, you're walking a dog, you don't actually realise how far you walk with a dog. Exactly. Like a half an hour walk is 2K. I'm like, holy shit. And that's just a stroll.
1: There we go. And Jeez. here, I'd say you were in shock. Another shameless plug here, but they're not going to sponsor us because they're too big. My fitness pal. Well, I got you to yes. start using that yesterday. Yes. Through a lot of. There was a bit of pushback at the start, ladies and gentlemen, in terms of Aaron News <laughs> and. My fitness pal, as in, yeah. oh, I don't have the time to be scanning my food. What? Ah, you have the time to eat it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just see what I find is because I want to so precise, I want to measure it like perfect and try to get it as accurate as I can. I haven't got time to go scan each one, weigh it, scan, weigh Am I getting the right one? Like what I'm doing now, I'm scanning each one and trying to get it as best I can because I didn't realise how much calories I was consuming. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm consuming way less. I'm definitely in a deficit. But then when I actually tracked it there yesterday for the first time, before I went to the gym and did a workout, I eh, the calories I was doing for that day, but after the workout, I was in a deficit of like fucking 800 or something. So, exactly. like, I'm actually really surprised how many calories and what's in what. And even something as small as the oil you use in the pan, holy shit, the amount of calories in that exactly So, we're into little there on aldi and bought the uh one where has like one or two calories per spray or something and like hopefully now that that's going to help my weight loss and as i said to you earlier on today i've tracked my weight every day since we started this and from saturday up until today i've lost weight every single day since then so hopefully with this like beforehand i wasn't really tracking my diet as i said before what i'm eating hasn't changed i'm only incorporating stuff into it and maybe taking stuff out so i'm still having cereal in the morning but i use uh, my fitness pal to see what's better to eat so i know this one has lesser calories i'm gonna eat this one it's just these small changes and at the start i said it's all about these small changes so last week i added stuff to my diet this week i'm eating better and going by my fitness pal so i'd say by next week i Hoping the weight wave, weight is gonna fall at me more because the past two weeks my weight has been like a roller coaster, up and down, up and down. But since Saturday, it's on the down, and hasn't gone up since. So, touch wood. I was in a FC yesterday, and I um only a hundred over today, but um, it's basically breaking even. I don't have a to right or whatever, but I'm on the right on the right path. Yeah, but,
1: well done, and I'm ah, delighted because realistically, that was it's one of the most important things to do. A great saying is you cannot out train a bad
0: diet you know yeah i i always thought like in order to build muscle you need to eat eat, eat. but that's if you want serious muscle i want to work on losing fat first while building muscle yeah so that's all about
1: your macronutrients so you want to be looking at taking in more what i tend to do with my own because it's a very similar goal from looking into it was i've upped my protein intake to try get as close to a pound for every pound of body, oh a gram for every pound of body fat I have on, oh, for every pound on me, like so. Uh, at the minute, I'm weighing in probably about two hundred and ten pounds, probably 211, 210. Started off at two seventeen when we started this. Um, so I'd say I would probably get it around one hundred ninety six to two hundred eleven grams of um protein a day fats i try good fats i also look to be honest i don't know where everyone goes wrong on this just don't go overboard that your saturated fats are actually quite important for you as well for energy levels and store and shit like that because realistically lads, a slice of cheese isn't gonna kill you a fucking block of cheese might put a fucking slice won't uh your butters your salts getting your electrolytes into you making sure that you're actually staying fueled up with the things that you're meant to be fueled up with and that was the best thing i've seen from my fitness pal from using it you genuinely, and no one, anyone that says, oh, I know exactly what's in my food. Unless you're a fucking nutritionist. You haven't got a clue. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Or have you looked into it and you've dedicated a bit of time to it. But it's when you start looking into actually what's in your food and what's in, look, a food as a fuel. It's a fuel. You're using it to fuel your body. Like, do you know what I mean? doesn't mean you can't have nice things from there every now and then. But if you had a diesel car, a big turbo yoke, yeah? That's what I have. Two liter diesel. Two liter diesel, right? And I come over with a little... What he called the little electric cars and try plugging in a little. You know, like, well, that's not going to do, one you know what I mean? And same with, right? If you have a petrol car and I go over and put a load of diesel in it, what am I going to do? I'm fucking your engine up because I'm giving yeah. you the fuel that you are not supposed to have. Do you know what I mean? Treat your body like that. And as I said on last week's episode, using one of the rules and Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life, treat yourself like someone you are responsible for taking care of. And that is the main lesson this year. That's the main rule of this year. And that is the main plan. It should be for everyone this year really really look after yourself we say this at the end of every episode look after yourself and look after each other I genuinely mean that the more people we see being successful the more people we see doing their own endeavors and chasing their dreams and doing things that they were meant to do and not holding themselves back the better that makes an interesting world if you're boring, if you work a nine to five and do nothing afterwards, if your stories always end with "oh, and then I got home," you are a boring cunt. <laughs> so, sorry, <laughs> sorry about you. Like, go out there, look, sorry, throw, you. do something, put yourself through a bit of a struggle, and you'll be in shock to see what happens because diamonds are only ever formed
0: due to immense pressure. God's if your night ends with Pamela five friends, something wrong. Yeah, all right, <laughs> with <Cinderella. laughs> Can I go through this uh, thing here real quickly? Because um, really when I seen tough. this yesterday, I was actually really surprised. So, on my fitness pal, it shows you obviously your calories, but also shows you the nutrition as well. So, when I had a look at it yesterday, and I was just curious to see what I actually took in yesterday. My protein, I still had another 48 grams left. Grand. Carbohydrates yeah. had 22 uh, grams left. All right, grand. I got in fuck all fibre yesterday. I only got in five grams. I was like, holy shit. I didn't realise yeah. it was so low. And then when you scroll down, scroll down, and you get to like your sodium, potassium, your vitamins, sodium, potassium, vitamin A, vitamin C and iron were low. And I was actually really surprised by that. See? Like vitamin C was nothing. Iron was only six grams out of hundred. Uh vitamin A was twenty grams out of hundred. But I have these tablets inside their centrum for men. It has all your vitamins, your irons and all that. I didn't take it yesterday, but today I took it and I scanned it and I tracked it, and the difference between that tablet alone is staggering. So my sodium is over what it should be. Potassium got up a bit. Vitamin A basically hit the goal. Vitamin C is 50% over. Calcium hit the goal, basically. And iron, I got 50 grams, which is half of what I'm allowed like that tablet alone made a huge difference today fair yeah
1: no it does it, it really really does see i'm kind of i don't want to bring this on a tangent Aaron like obviously that shows how good like the tablet is right but when you said vitamin a there's a fact mm. jumping out in my head i'm sorry can i say it oh if i'm gonna stop it's completely it completely nothing it's nothing to do with what we're talking about it's just you said vitamin a right it doesn't ever,
0: matter what your fact is <laughs>
1: If you ever find yourself in the arctic circle <laughs> and you've happened to you're one of them lucky people you've somehow managed to kill a polar bear like do you know what i mean like you're all starving right mm-hmm. you need a bit of grub don't let the liver king food you, <laughs> right if you this is god's honest truth man Hola. what's up um if you were to eat a polar bear's liver right do you know what happened you'd die of a vitamin a overdose <laughs> imagine going through the trouble of, like you, you go out polar bear really listen <laughs> there nose man if that thing has found you it knew you were there from miles away this thing is following you oh, right. so you better have your fucking game on it's out swimming you it's out running you and it's out fucking smacking the head of you if you manage to kill that polar bear do not eat the fucking liver
0: just keep that in mind next time you encounter a polar bear that the podcast said don't eat his liver exactly, exactly. but look the <laughs> Jesus Christ
1: that's well, so random say it was eat me alive that I had it up here and no one knew
0: <laughs> it's so random
1: it's the most random you said vitamin A Look, like, you knew that fucking send me it's off and fucking happen.
0: bear grilled shit this is
1: oh it is yeah What wonder yeah.
0: if you tried it to eat before what I wonder if you ever tried eating it before not the whole thing obviously but he's you talking about the whole thing yeah or just a bit of it
1: no you shouldn't eat it like it's too much at freedom,
0: all though. at all yeah so you it's can, can you take a bite of oh. out of it
1: so, well, two things you can take from this lesson. Oh, three things you can take from this lesson. Look after your macros <laughs> and use my fitness pal. In lesson one. Stay away from polar bears. And if you can, not <laughs> stay away from the livers.
0: <laughs> stay away from polar bears, fucking hell.
1: Stay away from polar bears, lads. Look, genuinely, yeah. they are out here do kill you. Like.
0: They're obviously the white ones because they live in the Antarctic and also, obviously. They
1: do actually, right? They are the white ones. And then this is this is interesting, right? In America, there's three different types of bears. So if you're polar bears. You have your grizzly bears, which are brown bears, and you have your black bears. And believe it or not, they have like a little rhyming scheme for what you're supposed to do. I was literally about to get into that and ask you a question about that. Yeah, if it's black, fight back. If it's brown, get on the ground. And if it's white, you're going to die. If it's
0: yellow, yellow if it's yellow, let it meadow. If it's brown, push it down. There you go. That's it. And <laughs> meet <be> the fuckers. <laughs> will,
1: we, will we go and actually talk about some current affairs, right? Yes, and please. <laughs> please. Right? we we'll get off of polar bears and shit <laughs> like that. So, what do you make of what's going on at the moment with... There's a few different things to get on, to get talk about. Now, they could be deemed as controversial topics. And believe me, me and Aaron are not here to stir up any controversy whatsoever. Mm-hmm. We're just here to give our points to each other back and forth. You can join in if you want. Um, What do you make of what's going on with... At the moment, I don't want you to feel like I'm throwing you under the bus here because I'll I'll actually I'll, I'll give my point of view first, right? See we, there's a lot of protests going on at the moment all over the place. Basically over fucking everything that's going on. I don't blame people for protesting in the slightest. If you're unhappy, go out and protest. Like it's your democratic right to do so, you know what I mean? Like so we live a con in a constitutional republic where the people are supposed to be represented. If you don't feel represented, talk about it. That's fucking great. I don't like how a lot of um you know when you're looking at genuine concerns from people, how people can try mislead a message and try pervert a message. So you'd have right, you have a lot of people that are going, oh, the people up in Ballymun and East Wall and dreaming, oh, far right, far right, this, far right, that, and all. I'd actually love to see them get your average mother or your average fucking young That's ah, them like that's at the protest that actually believes in their heart. Why they're doing it is for the right reason. To come on and chat about it and see how far right they actually are. I'd love to actually, you know, hear a bit of discourse because it, it just seems like everything is getting pumped up. This is racism and xenophobia and blah, 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 blah. People have a right to ask questions about what's going on in their own area. doesn't look like Varadkar said, look, people don't have a V.O. over who comes into the area. That's true. But you have a right to ask questions. Like, even if I don't agree with you, you could be the most heinous cunt on the planet, spout, sprouting the most hateful bollocks going, right? At the end of the day, I will defend with my life your right to say that, even if I don't agree with you. And I feel like that's a fundamental right that everyone needs to have. You need to be able to go and express yourself and speak your mind. Because you know what happens when people come out with stupid ideas and they're able to express themselves in their mind? Yeah, they start podcasting. But also, people then come out and go, that's a fucking stupid idea. Maybe just do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? If like Otherwise, you push ideas under. They go into an echo chamber. And then all of a sudden, you have an underground movement of people that have gotten into something for no reason other than a snowball effect of being called a cunt, or being called this, and this and that, blah, 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 and it's festers. It's like any wound that's not treated, it's festers. So, I'm just, I'm kind of disgusted with how people are getting treated, in terms of like, go out and actually listen to the point of view of the people, do you know what I mean, that are doing this? It's not the view of everyone. It may not even be the view of half the people, but it doesn't mean they're not worth listening to. It's like Adon or Reardon is a, a, a Dublin central, I think, I believe, or he's either at that or he's for Clontarf, um he's like a td or whatever like he's in the opposition he's a labor party fella i fucking hate the labor party scumbags but he was asked right um someone someone asked him when he was at the you know east wall for everyone i think it was called um the what uh, was that even a protest is it like a show of support or whatever he was asked that as a cave have you liaised at all with the with the, the residents of east wall that uh, participated in our own protest and he goes no why would i now, if that doesn't like ring out to everyone here, that that man should not be in the job of representing the people. Nothing will. No, why would I? Hmm.
0: That's I
1: Yeah, that's someone that's not going to get re-elected.
0: Okay. <laughs> so, going back to what you said there, what's my view on it? What's, what's my analysis? view
1: on, like on what I said there in regards to people and their treatment in terms of what's going on in Ireland in general? How do you feel like the ordinary person, I feel like I've gotten away from the question, but how do you feel like the ordinary person is being treated and portrayed in Ireland at the moment? Do you have
0: any opinion on that? I can see both sides of the story. I can what's see going? why people are getting frustrated. I can see why people are protesting. But as you said, you can't control who comes into the area. But you have the right to be concerned on who is. You have the right to ask questions. Yeah. So you hear these stories I don't know how true they are, but if you hear something that's concerning you and concerning your area that puts you in danger or you in danger you're obviously going to look into it further so when you hear these stories of all oh, the skills opened up and 40 men got off a coach and they're going to be sleeping there for the night and sleeping there for whatever blah 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 it's obviously going to be concerning so obviously you've got to look into it and you are got to make sure it's safe you're going to ask questions then like a, if if they're if Fleeing the country for a good reason, like the war in France. they're coming over here, they're seeking uh asylum, whatever, blah blah blah. Yeah, fair enough, grant. Then you have people saying, ah, oh, look at the ground first. I agree with that to an extent because the fact that we're in Europe, our door is always open, people come over here to work, look for a better life. We do the same thing, we go to Canada, we go to Australia, we go to Europe. Yeah. What's the difference? We're taking jobs from over off of them people, but we can't be. Hypocrite and say no, you can't come over here, but we can go elsewhere. Exactly. Orange built fucking, uh, States. yeah, Australia. State, Australia. And then if you have people coming over here, people like like, oh, I'm not getting to a taxi if he's from Nigeria, blah, blah, blah. You can't be doing that. That's no, that's, that's flat
1: racist. Too. That's fucking scummy. Like,
0: him. yeah, I don't, I'm not one to judge anyone. Like, if I met with someone, like, oh, I'm not getting a taxi with him, like, great, right, see, like, I am. I'm getting in with the taxi with him. He's going to bring me home.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's It's like, fuck you. Go wait in the cold and get another taxi then.
0: (laughs) I'm not going to judge anyone. Like, I'm not going to... Like I say, there's a place beside me and someone said that people are coming in here, there's beds being delivered into that place and there's people sleeping there and they're causing trouble already. They're stalking people. They're following people. They're uh, trying to start fights and all. I haven't seen one thing about it. I haven't seen one person walk past it the other day looked empty and abandoned to me like everything you read on social media don't take us to fucking gospel obviously look into it further yeah there's a great and saying I, I heard
1: as a child my mother always said it to me it was mostly when i was trying to eavesdrop it was only believe in, don't believe in all you see and only half of what you hear
0: yeah and there's obviously two sides of every story like we went through the same Three. event yeah yours, mine yours and solid, truth. yeah yours mine the truth so if we went to uh, an event and something happened and we will give a st- statement. It's going to have two different sides of it and two different perspectives of it. And then, as you said, it's going to be the truth. So, as I said there, when you hear a, a bus coming in of 40 men into a school, it could have been uh, 40 men that were in hotels and had to go sleep somewhere. I don't know, somewhere's getting crowded. so It could, crowded, be, so, they could have, have already been a part it doesn't mean that there are new arrival
1: into the country. They could be only like uh, they could have been exactly as you said. Say move from Wicklow to Kerry, like Sean. You know I mean, they could have been moving yeah. from within the system. But yeah. before, I wasn't trying to get onto in like a, an, a, I know it kind of came into that, but I wasn't trying to just say it in the way of like say immigration. I have no problem with immigration, as you said. Like fucking Irish people go everywhere. Like it's what we do. We That's what
0: people to, are seeing. People are when people are getting straight out the bus. People are seeing when people are getting straight out the boat onto a bus. Man, we spread more
1: consistently and better in like just sorry we spread in a more consistent manner than COVID 19 we are fucking deadly we are everywhere man. everywhere first fella to get to the fucking antarctic irish youngfla, yeah so at the end of the day
0: we get everywhere
1: find COVID in antarctica fucking you <laughs> um
0: <laughs> you know what? like it is frustrating we do hear like all oh, these people that are like, you hear these stories Not how true they are there's people coming over and there's houses abandoned down the country, they're getting fucking modular homes, they're getting this and that, blah, 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 yeah. getting free gaffes, getting this, the fine finding gaffs are abandoned, getting done up. Here's the gaff for you. Happy is Larry. It is frustrating, don't get me wrong, but like what's the homeless figure? Like 14,000 people or whatever? Between eleven and thirteen, fact... the yeah. They're saying there's a couple of thousand coming in and they're all getting homes. Why like you do get the frustration of people because the state of the country's in. Hmm. People yeah. are frustrated. You have the right to ask questions, you have the right to be frustrated. Like, when you hear of the homeless figure of a couple of thousand, whatever he said it was, and you hear these people coming over and getting homeless or whatever, do they already have priority? Because, like, they're fleeing somewhere, you can't, like, just throw them in the streets and, like, yeah, you should be looking at your wrong force, but, like, you can see both sides of the story bro I'll
1: give you this right and this was heartbreaking and I, like John, you know I think we should end the podcast on this one because genuinely I feel like people will have to go home after this and really have a nice thing to themselves about what's going on and the policies that they're supporting and what's actually going on in their own country so just to, re- to reiterate this basically I wouldn't have an like I would have the exact same safety concerns if never mind if it was an Albanian, Georgian, Ukrainian whatever any national entity. if it's an Irish group of fucking 60 40 homeless dudes, getting moved into one area that has
0: small kids and all around it,
1: it's not fucking safe. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I can understand I can it as well. Sure. If
0: it was, like, if no the mario was inside about. you, like, even if where I am now in the apartment, if someone was in next door to me, I'm going to be, like, wary of them. Not wary, yeah. but, like, you know, be like, oh, are you sound? And Yeah, of be course. Worried about you, like.
1: It's natural to be inquisitive, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not like we're not allowed to be inquisitive. Yeah. But I have a friend, and obviously I'm not going to repeat the name here because this is a really fucking, this. this actually hit me fucking hard. Like, so, I have a, a few friends that are teachers, right? And in some of the schools, they've, like, say, taken in Ukrainian uh, children. Some schools haven't, right? So, I've kind of gotten an eye on both sides here. One particular friend had said to me that, um, like, say, there's four or five Ukrainian kids that come into the classroom, right? And this is in primary school. So, I can imagine in secondary school, it would be even more difficult. Everyone knows how fucking awkward it can be in secondary school, especially when you hear this. So, these kids, bear in mind don't understand the language they don't know the language they're wondering why they're even in the fucking room right they're crying all day because they just they you can't communicate properly with them now the teachers are getting told we're well, gonna have to come up with something to do for them why is it not the case that a mother couldn't come in if they're not going to be working here say if you're going to have someone that's not working here a mother right why couldn't she come in and be like all right can you at least translate to the children what the fuck is actually going on in this room might be a bit easier for them to learn because at the end of the day don't think and i really fucking hope this is true there should not be a single person on this island or in this country that wants to hear that children are going to school crying their fucking eyes out because they haven't got a clue what's going on Do you know what I mean? That's not fair on them. It's not fair on any of the teachers that have to deal with it. And it's also not fair on the other students in the classroom who are losing their teacher for significant portions of the week because they have to go out and deal with a situation that is none of their faults. I want everyone to go home and just genuinely think about it. If you have any kind of issue with what's going on here, direct every single level of blame where it should go. And that is where the book stops and where the book should stop. And that is with the Irish government. There is no one at fault here. Other than them, they are... Do you know what? I'm not going to get overly political. But honestly, level any bit of pressure you can at them because they are ripe to fold at some stage. They cannot keep being allowed to get away with this. There's quite clearly no plan on how to help these people. The resources we have already are not good enough. They might be stretched, but they're not good enough. Housing crisis, COVID crisis, hospital bed shortage crisis. I have a friend that told me last week, his girlfriend went into the hospital, was getting the surgery done. Literally had the lines in marker drawn on her on where she was getting the surgery, what was getting removed, everything prepped and set. She went home an hour later because there was no bed for her post-surgery.
0: Fucking hell.
1: Now, right, that's not fucking right. So I want to leave you for the only time ever this year, lads, hopefully angry at the end of a podcast, because I want you to think about those two stories there, and I want you to think about how fucking wrong that is.
0: That's shocking.
1: Yeah, people are going out and protesting. These are the things we should be fucking protesting over. Real human stories, real tragedies in life, like lives taken away from children. There, the lives, only lives they've known, to be brought to a country where they can't even communicate. People going, on the they're protesting. They're people, people are protesting
0: the wrong area. They're protesting outside the place where the um, so called asylum seekers, whatever, all these the, protest. A protest the outside area. our local
1: TD, outside their the office. House. Protest outside Leinster House. Protest outside the Shannon Protest in anywhere in the political sphere that you will see an impact. Just outside no Leinster No violence. I have to say that. No violence. Because even all of our 12 listeners could go out and commit heinous January 6th level crimes. And you know, no violence. Go out and show people have the power. The government should always fear the people. What's going on isn't right. And clearly the people in power aren't able to fix it.
0: So what's going on in France, and you'll understand the people are more powerful. People are
1: always more powerful, and with that, ladies and gentlemen, we hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you like, share, and subscribe if you did. And as always, take care of yourself, take care of each other. Slongafall. It was good of Marga.